Baseless Claims, our bi-weekly casual talk fest with topics and stories that we've stumbled upon in our real lives. We're always open for more topics, so go ahead and leave a comment wherever you're listening or viewing to this. Viewing this. God, I almost got it this time. It's all right. I it's almost all right. got it all the way through. Oh, we're through it. And then without further ado, I am Taylor. I'm Tori. I'm Tyler. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Awesome. Tyler, right off the bat. No, it's not going to be like a funny thing. I feel like right off the bat, we should hop into our new album of the month. Yeah, oh, that's first. Let's do that segment right now. I don't, so I don't own the physical album because it's 2018. Right. So I'm just going to pull up a picture of it. Oh, sorry that I, I'm not like, well, you know, I really like vinyls because one, Look, they're convenient I'm not, to carry around. Oh boy. Two, Look, I'm not about to, I like to collecting to. them. They're yeah. not cheap to listen to. They're probably the most expensive medium of music. It's called sarcasm, you dipshit. Oh. <laughs> Just laying it out hard. Laying so, you out hard. Man, you you really bit into that dipshit. Yeah. You really put it dip in there. Dipshit is one of those. <laughs> yeah. It's the only two that you can really dig into are dipshit and cocksucker. <laughs> those are the ones. That's true. Yeah, I get you. Okay, so... The album that I chose was from one of my favorite bands, I the Mighty, and it's called Where the Mind Wants to Go slash Where You Let It Go. There's the album cover. Oh, that's cheap. I know. Yeah. Just just like put a little graphic up or something. Yes. Is that gonna be is this gonna be way too cheesy? Yeah. Just All right. put, a, just All right. put up a little graphic. We'll do, yeah. we'll do something else. I'll make get, it. I'll get make that James shit Cameron, we'll CGI it. <laughs> get, yep, because James Cameron himself. Famously, well, he was in special effects before he started directing. Here, motion track it to my hand. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, Tori, just go <laughs> Too on. Too far. Okay, so, prepared a little bit. I've loved this band for years. One of my favorite bands. I've loved seeing their growth. And this album, I've just been listening to it a lot. And that's why I wanted to I wanted to choose it. And I wanted to uh, see what your guys' You wrote down like a legitimate were. notepad? Well, a little Dude, bit. that's badass. I did it too. Oh, um, I should start doing that. Yeah, so one of the first things that I love about this album um, is... I feel like the lyrics are very much like storyline driven. Oh, absolutely. Like it's great storytelling, especially um, one of the tracks. It's number like seven or something like that. It's called 111 Winchester. Super good storytelling. It's almost like a they set up like a horror movie setting or whatever. And I just think it's it's great because there's so many songs that you hear now where it's just not. I don't know. You know, it's just like repeating. It's a lot of vague phrases and stuff like that. But I feel like they just do a really good job with that kind of stuff. Another one is I feel like the instrumentals on this are really good, especially in songs like um, Symphony of Skin. I love the guitar in that. Um, and they also did uh, Brent Walsh, the the vocalist for I the Mighty, is one of my favorites. Like, I don't know if you guys ever do this like a little thought experiment, but like, wow, if I could if I could have anyone's singing voice, who would I want to have? I would want Brent Walsh's. Something about it, just like, I just love it. Mm -hmm. And the way they use it, and in this one, they do a lot more layering and like playing around with his vocal range than they do in previous um, albums. And I think that it just completely pays off. Um, Some of my favorite songs off it, Symphony of Skin, Chaos in Motion, 111 Winchester, and Pet Names. So I want to know what your guys' thoughts on it are. First off, Tyler, did you listen to the album on Spotify or YouTube? Apple Music. Apple Music. Okay, Don't so come you... to me with that fucking peasant shit. Whatever, <laughs> dude. Uh, so you didn't watch the music videos with the... No, I don't watch okay. music videos. Okay, okay. Just so I knew about your thoughts before you went in. 
did your whatever you're about to say. Oh no, go! I thought you were taking the floor. Take no, the floor. no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna take let the you floor. Go, you so already can... took the floor, so right, why don't you, why don't you sorry, just... Jesus! I'll take the floor. <laughs> <laughs> just take the fucking spotlight while you're at it. Okay? I will so... bring the ring to Mordor. <laughs> so I, uh, I was listening to this uh, in the background while I was also doing other things at the same time, and uh, I kept getting distracted from the thing that I was doing. And I had it on my second monitor and I was watching the music videos at the same time as doing whatever. And it was a whole mess of unproductive nonsense. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But the music videos are really, really good. Uh, Especially like, uh, what was it? The chaos and motion. Yeah. Chaos and motion. Yeah. Yeah, They just, they just do a bunch of that cringy shit. So, you know, that, uh, that subreddit, like mildly infuriating Mm -hmm. of where it's like someone cutting a piece of pizza in like a weird diagonal across the the top or whatever. It's just a music video filled with that. Dude, that's the whole thing. They're like mixing Skittles and M&Ms and like dropping a spoon in the soup bowl and stuff. It's really (laughs) hard to watch. Yeah, but I really like that. Um, And just stylistically, the way they presented it was really, really really good. And I was telling Tori before the, the podcast I mean this in the best possible way. It doesn't sound like it, but it's like if Breaking Benjamin and the All-American Rejects had a baby and it was the Christ child. Yeah. Yeah. I, it kind of fits, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's in that post-hardcore genre, but it's like, to me, like, it's it, it's something that's like a little bit different than the rest of like a lot of the stuff you hear in that genre. Yeah. They have their own, they have a, a, a section that's just their own. Yeah. What were your they, thoughts on it? I listened to it. Uh, Is that all like your notes? Fir- Shut up. Holy shit. That's like four pages long. He's a music guy. Yeah, um, that's amazing. I, I had listened to it um, the first time as like just, I I always like do my first listens with something like I'm doing nothing. Like I'm sitting on the couch. I have my headphones on and that's all I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I was trying to like write up notes on like a, a song by song basis of just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. This is good. This is good. Blah, blah, blah. This is whatever. And then, like, I'd listen to it in the car after that. And, like, every time I kept listening to it, like, I would be, like, adding notes and everything. But then it got very distracting where I kept, like, trying to leave notes and everything because, like, I was in the middle of driving and I almost, like, went into the median (laughs) because I was, like, trying to fucking type up notes of what I thought about the songs because I loved this fucking album. Like, it is all I've been able to listen to now for, like, the past week and a half. Oh, good. Because it is stupidly good yeah like the lead-in song um yeah degenerates degenerates so good. degenerates is so fucking good yeah like the like you gotta lead off with that song because the guitar riff and the chorus like they knew they had a winner with that one so yeah, they're like absolutely. all right that's the lead-in yep. like i i have so many notes typed up and i know i can't go into a lot of them but gorgeous gorgeous instrumentals with like blending they had like soft little like drum pads in the background like they had live drums they had electronic drums going at the same time don't know how the fuck they're gonna pull that off live but well two-door cinema club does the same thing yeah but they have two people to do the drums or are they ah whatever (laughs) um but there were a lot of i get what you mean where there's a lot of like stylistic uh almost influences of just like things that wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily find in a post hardcore genre right. uh the second song um i only have them listed as like track one pet, track pet two. names pet yeah. names pet names has the chorus of pet names 
if you replace the lyrics, it could be any 2000s R&B song, not like instrumentally, but the vocal melody in the yeah. chorus, like whatever he does, you can replace the lyrics. And I kept like trying to experiment with it. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun because it was just like, God, this is like a 2000s R&B vocal melody. Like that's so cool how they took all these different styles and influences and they found a way to make them work. And I was listening to all the songs. I think on track three, I listened to it. First time I listened to it, I just wrote the note. Like, as soon as the intro came in, I just wrote down, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The only other note I have is, Tori and I have never talked about this before, but I know this is probably his favorite because of the synth in the chorus. It's good. It is. It's yeah. really good. And then I was getting through it. Sleep, uh, Sleepwalker? Yep. Yeah, Sleepwalker was stupidly good mm -hmm. and then i was getting to the end of the album on like my first listen through and i was like okay yeah you know this is a good length of an album this is a good way to cut it oh we're approaching the last song and then that last song where you let it go mm -hmm. blew my fucking mind yeah. that yeah. is it's the easily, perfect album ender it is such a good album ender everything about like i have been going around for the past like week and a half with all my instructors at school and just been like Listen to the mix on this song. Like, yeah. this is unfucking believable because they made a land. Like, I found the person who made or who did the mix for that. Yeah. And I like found him on Twitter. And then I was just like, I just listened to this song and like, I just needed to find the person responsible and say, this is disgustingly good. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is stupid. And, uh, do you get a response? Yeah. He was just like, oh, thanks. Yeah. It was the only song I tracked vocals on, too. So it, he, unbelievable mix. Like he made us, uh, and it fits perfectly with like the theme of the song, how it's very like stellar and like astral yeah. plane. And I like, love the everything themes. was just like there were like elements that are like right in you, and then there's elements that are just like they're just in space, and, and they have like the hi hat yeah. that are just mm -hmm. circling around your head. Oh my god, that song did me in for a number. Yeah, like the la like before it was approaching the chorus, I I was just writing stuff like. This is like it really does capture this vast, unique, intriguing, empty, stellar sound. And then the whining synth is doing a number. Mm -hmm. I can feel that emotion. And then once it hit the chorus, the only notes I have are wow, wow, damn, holy unexpected chorus. <laughs> yeah. I wish this song was two minutes longer. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah good shit it's absolutely it's, it's a really really solid album and it's the only song i didn't like not like didn't like but i was like like the weakest the, on the album the weakest on the album for me was 111 winchester really because like i kept listening to it and i was just like was this made for like did they make a new scooby-doo movie and like this is a song <laughs> yeah. on it like yeah. it, it's very much like that so to me it was just kind of like cheesy yeah. but uh, i mean i, I liked it. it and then symphony of sin was symphony of skin yeah symphony of skin yeah symphony of skin was to me like i just thought of uh i love that song that's my favorite one on the album yeah it's so, that's the other one i wrote was like or this one could be tori's favorite i don't know yeah but first time i listened to it i was like this is the most musician thing ever when you don't have anything else to sing about you just sing about musical references <laughs> and like that's just the shit that you do yeah but then uh the other note that I had typed was just like, I don't even know the words to this chorus, but I just want to belt it out. Like, <laughs> that's a, they they know how to write a fucking chorus. Yeah. And they're good at it. Yeah, for sure. 
I would give that an A+. Plus. Is that all you have to say? That's all I got to say. Wow. No, no, I really came prepared. (laughs) No, I really like it. I think my favorite part about it was the themes of the the album and how it kind of kept like a, it kind of strung the songs together with like Mm -hmm. a thread. And then the last song kind of pulled on the needle to like cinch it all together. Yeah. Mm. It's just Mm. like through and through really solid. And like, I've been, I have been on this lately, like listening to it like every day. Ooh, nice. Yeah, nice. and I just... The only thing that replaced it for me that I've been listening to the last two days... Like, I've been listening to this for a week and a half, and, like, I've tried listening to other things, and I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm just going to go through the album again. And I just... I probably went through this album 12 times. Wow. Yeah, like, it's... I love it. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that replaced it the last two days was the soundtrack to Westworld, because <laughs> yeah. it really really good like it's made by the same guy that we saw for game of thrones live oh, really it's yeah. ramin dijuani yeah of the same name <laughs> uh it's that guy and yeah he did uh all of westworld soundtrack too so you know he's just gonna notch. be the hbo in-house composer now yeah no he like and i mean and it it's the exact same thing that you would think of with Game of Thrones. Like, let's like, you know, this is kind of like fantasy, mm-hmm. but we're still going to take these elements that existed there. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact thing. It's almost like, OK, what's like your your Western cowboy kind of like theme here? So they have that like out of tune kind of like saloon parlor piano that does almost the entire soundtrack. But it's just blended beautifully with like all these orchestral elements and just good stuff. Uh, the soundtrack for because they use a lot of like um a lot of things in the show they use renditions of like popular music songs Mm -hmm. and like it's just a rendition on like this saloon piano and everything when these like story elements are happening and they have like a like five or six radiohead songs on the soundtrack that he like did a a new rendition of and like paint it back paint it black back to black by amy winehouse a lot of really solid songs that are so cool that he perfected. That's awesome. He's good. Just before we move on to something, I just want to restate again. That is I, the mighty where the mind wants to go slash where you let it go. That's our album of the month. Yeah. Find it in the description. If you want sponsored by, you should, I, the mighty. <laughs> you should want it. It's good stuff. Check it out. Did you want to continue talking about Westworld? I don't think I should because you haven't seen it or anything, and it's sh- it's yeah. in it it has encapsulated my mind like it That's, has yeah. been my obsession. Okay, yeah, let's not get into it then. Yeah. I've I've heard the the kind of premise of it, and it's something that I would probably watch too. So maybe we should all get together and watch. Well, not get together, but like I'll watch that on our own time and then. Talk That's what about I was gonna it. say. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how I watch shows, pal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I no, you gotta you gotta just let it happen in front of you and yeah. just absorb everything. But in that same vein... J.J. fucking Abrams. Anywho, go on. Does he... M- Executive producer J.J. Abrams. Is it no shit? I shit you Dude. not. Dude! <laughs> Executive producer J.J. Abrams. Blah. Coming this summer. Yeah. No, if anyone wants me to do voiceover, one, why? Two, I'll do it for free. But I wanted to get into a topic that Tyler wrote down, which is... Somewhere around here. Okay, the moment a video game becomes more than just an entertaining way to pass time. And I think I know why you wrote this. I think it was because you were replaying the Bioshock series. Yes. And then you were kind of like, now this, like, this is gaming at its best right now. This yep. is when video games are more than just that, the, the fucking r slash gaming bullshit and people bitching in the IGN comments and all like, 
It's when when you, you can fully appreciate a game for everything it gives you when it's right. not when it's not just like oh I am doing this thing to pass time and I am like when you almost think about the action of playing a video game it's so fucking dumb yeah like you're just like sitting there like completely mindlessly just like moving your fingers to like mm -hmm. do a thing on a screen but when you find a game that like completely captures your imagination for something mm -hmm. and it makes you think about and it doesn't even have to be anything deep like this don't try and interpret this as something deep it can be but like don't think that's what i'm saying okay. like when it, it and it when it challenges you to think outside of anything that you've ever thought of before yep and it kind of like it plays with your imagination almost where it's this is maybe something that's not possible mm -hmm. but the way they presented this information to me and the way this became a story is yeah like not being afraid to tackle topics that seem Exactly. Mature to see, out there. Yeah, when you see a game and you know it when you play it, where where it's not just like uh, we just you know it's a fun way to pass time. Escapism is fine in games. Like yeah. that's cool. Like if you just make like you know a little fun game, like I'd think of something like Temple Run or something like those little small games, mm -hmm. not necessarily iPhone games or like yeah, but any kind of game that's just like you know it's just there's no real theme to this or anything. It's just. Mm -hmm. You're having fun. Yeah. But when you find something that is exactly that, where they, they found a topic and they're like, this isn't just like, you know, we want you to play a game. This yeah. is we want you to like step into our world for a second mm -hmm. or we're going to put this thought in your head and you are going to exist in this topic for a little while. Yeah. And you are going to um, like take on this role for yeah. a moment. And, you know, what are you going to do in this scenario? Mm hmm. And with that, though, um, I feel like you guys are coming at this from the perspective of like single player role playing games that tell a story, right? Because and that's totally fine. That's what we play, yeah. yeah, and that's where like you, that's where the the thought probably came from, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I I have that moment too in competitive games as well, and like mm -hmm. multiplayer shit, because it's like you said, your hands and fingers are just moving, and you're like when you're dialed. I like that. I like yep. using yep. that word as dialed into the game, right? So for PUBG, it's not really the greatest game in the world. It's janky as hell. There's a lot of bugs still. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, not the most graphically impressive. But, you know, there are times where I get completely lost in the game yeah. because I am there. I am in the moment. I need to win yeah. and, like, do well at this moment in time. And I completely forget, you know, that this is a game sometimes. Is it? Is it, like, in the way that he was describing it, taking on, like, that next form and being is it for you is it like this isn't even my final form yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it like when it becomes now you're trying to compete at yep. this level That's, like it's it's not about like oh i'm shooting it's like i want to win this game yep. i want to nail this shot yeah, yeah you got yeah. it you got yep. it perfectly and like in PUBG specifically don't mind me i'm just gonna grab a charger real quick are you serious well i just don't want this to die oh this okay i thought you were grabbing a charger for your jewel and i was real upset with you <laughs> um but back on topic yes go on um so specifically in PUBG, i feel that way a lot when i'm doing really well right and i've got all my angles covered i've got a good gun the mm -hmm. game like the the round is going really well or whatever but you know sometimes in PUBG, someone can snipe you from like four five hundred yards away and you never even saw them yeah right that just happens sometimes and yeah. that's kind of takes you out of it every once in a while but the game that i would say 
that uh, became like the game that became more than just an entertaining way to pass time for me was Counter Strike when I was really into Counter Strike because the skill ceiling uh, of that game is way the fuck up there, mm-hmm. right? And the the skill curve is very very sharp. So for a long time, the game was just unfun to play because yeah. everyone is better than you. The mechanics are foreign and you don't know how to move in the game properly right. and you don't know the maps. But over time, if you keep just bashing your head against the wall of Counter-Strike, eventually you'll break through, and then you'll get a hand through. And then you'll break your... through that glass ceiling. Yeah. Mm, then you got to <laughs> you know, pull your upper body through and everything, right? Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> R.I.P. So uh, in Counter-Strike, for sure, I've definitely felt that moment or those moments of like, uh, like especially if there's good team communication, because Counter-Strike is a team game. And in PUBG... You can have some team coordination if you're playing like du- duos, triples, or th- or quad stacks, but, but it's not built around. Yeah, being it's not a team. built around being a team like CS:GO is, where it's all about communication, it's all about angles, it's all about knowing the map. And in in Counter Strike, I've had some awful, terrible, shitty teammates uh, in like just public games that you just queue into right because yep. people are just like, "I'm better than you. Why am I not in a higher rank than I am?" It's like, well, because you fucking suck. Um, and they just don't realize it, and they're all high and mighty about themselves, and there's no communication you know, properly or anything. But when you get it's that... It's like the classic, Leroy! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when you get that one team, that one team where everyone is communicating, everyone is in a good mood, and if something goes wrong, everyone's like, hey, we'll get them next round, right? There's all positivity and shit. Yep. It happens. It's rare, but it happens, yep. and you just feel amazing. Yeah. And you just stomp the other team. You're nailing all your shots. You're getting all those flicks. You're knowing the map and everything. And uh, yeah, so... I'd like to flicks. point out that Taylor yeah. has an erection. <laughs> ah! <No. laughs> It's been years. <laughs> no, so it, call the doctor. <laughs> it, it's interesting that that kind of mindset and uh, feeling can still happen, even if there's not like a not a linear story because not all games are linear. A theme, but like like a like an actual written story. Yeah, yeah. So in in like RPGs and solo player games that you guys predominantly play, there's a written story. Like this is what's going to happen in the game, and how you get to that varies. Yeah from player to player and in competitive gaming it's like a story how you would say a football game is a story yeah the players are telling the story the that's teams a good, are that's telling a really the good story. way to put that i think yeah that, so that, yeah that makes a lot of sense awesome i'm glad that that could be a nice little comparison between the two now let's get back to story games now i just rolled credits on god of war the, oh, new, the new one the new god of war that just came out it came out on 420 <laughs> boy how many hours did you say would you say you put into it uh i didn't do a whole lot of side quests right away like i kind of was main storying it um and i would say probably like 20 that's pretty decent maybe 25 like just a couple late nights um but it's phenomenal game that's what i've heard not only like a lot of times you know as much as I love something like Uncharted. Um, what is this? Baseless claims talking about video games uh, well, I, like yeah. we used to. What's going on? I know. <laughs> like, Uncharted, like I, I love Uncharted. I love the Uncharted series. But I wouldn't say the gameplay is like the most fun thing about it. Um, the story, it's you're kind of just like, I'm kind of amped up to like jump from cutscene to cutscene because I want to see that story progress. But not only does God of War have incredible gameplay like throwing the axe and recalling it never gets old like it's such a fun mechanic yeah. to use because you played the first hour yeah here. Oof. um 
But the, so, the way, go on. Sorry, uh, just so I know, when you throw it and you recall it back, how does the the controller vibrate? Uh, like when you hit it, you'll get like a little buzz, and then when you recall it, when he catches it, oh, that's perfect. So you like feel the impact. That's of it, good, and it just feels good. I bet it just it just has like this weight to it that mm. feels really good. That's one but, thing about games that like blows me away. Like specifically with controllers and rumble features, the people that program that to feel just they, good yeah. is so I, awesome. I watched so much stuff with the the game director after I I rolled credits on it, and they said that like, yeah, like that that mechanic of throwing the leviathan axe and calling it back they were working on that like five months ago like wow. they were they had started that idea that was like one of the first ideas i had and they were refining it up until like five months before nice. the that's launched. insane but the storyline even, even if it's just a little bit off like mere milliseconds off yeah. you feel that yeah oh i love it yeah and they made it like perfect but the storyline for that game is one of the best written storylines like the the ability to convey emotion at such like an the, the intimate it's like because it's a, a basically you're if you're if you played god of war before you're used to like oh it's big smashy kill the gods i'm angry boy mm-hmm. who fucks a lot but this one is just like this really intimate story about a dad trying to relate to his son mm-hmm. trying to prepare him for the world but not wanting him to be reliant on this world mm-hmm. that's just shitty which even though it takes place in the norse mythology that can relate to this like the real world just as much and the way that they do it with these moments and the these little bits of dialogue is so good it's just so good yeah i love the character development from the previous god of war games to this one of yeah. kratos himself yeah awesome job that they did yeah it, it was something that needed to be done if mm-hmm. they, if they and i don't do i don't know the whole story because i haven't played it through all the way yeah but just the little bits and pieces that i've seen of the new kratos just like the character de- i'm a yeah god damn the, i love even character just in the first hour there was so much yeah. more than it had ever been in the last three games yeah yeah because so he, he shows restraint in mm-hmm. that first hour right? yeah when previously kratos was known for like you said just beating the shit out of gods and fucking a lot of women, right? We're, yeah, and this one, in the first hour, it was, like, there was that just, like, I don't want to have to do this. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a man in mourning. Mm. Yeah, very good. Very good stuff, and it, that was just, I just hit me, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I don't think the first game that showed me that was Bioshock. I think in terms of a story, it was to be like, oh, wow, that was... It's a cut above yeah like that that made me take like all these themes that i might have already known and put them into one package that was just it presented itself in such a way that was and it wasn't just like you know the ending of the game obviously it was everything that came before like how you're in these labor like this is before labor laws or anything this is like during um conflicts with the native americans and like american uh that like hero concept of just like, well, we're America. We're the greatest country in the world. We've right, got to go solve right. it. Inherent <laughs> heroism of it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it was Fallout 3 that really was like my first game of just this is something that games can be. And it was because of the world that it created. Like Assassin's Creed was the was another one where it was like, oh shit, games are incredible. That was the first game I got on right. PS3. But that Fallout 3 for me was 
it was it wasn't necessarily the story because you know the story's pretty they got to make it pretty basic with everything that right. you can do in there mm-hmm. but it's it's all the the side quests and it's the world that they build and it's the little clues and hints that they leave of the world behind like they to me that was amazing that like holy shit they built another world like because to me like before all i had really had was assassin's creed what was like you know this is historical this is a world like this is a world that you kind of recreated the past exactly but this was just like no this is we recruit like we completely recreated the past we took instances that were good Mm -hmm. and we like put our twist on them and then you're living in a whole new world now so to me it was just like i want to spend time in this world like i want to exist in this world for a few hours and yep. make choices as I would yeah. in here. Yeah. Skyrim has that bit to me where it, it was, I I wanted to play Skyrim even though I had done every quest I was going to do, but I would play the game just to walk around. Like I would just start on one side. I would start like in Riften and I would just follow the sign paths, like take the roads, no fast travel and just follow the sign paths and walk all the way up to yeah. solitude or something like that because it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And I was like, I just wanted to live in the world mm-hmm. so badly. Skyrim is that like fallout is not that because yeah. you know, everything looks cool. It's, it's shitty though. Yeah. You don't want to like take a walk in fallout. Like for me, it was, it was all the people that you meet in fallout. Yeah. Like all the, in Skyrim, everyone, like, that's another, like, yeah. criticism of <laughs> yeah. Skyrim. Not like, you know, it's bad or anything. But, you know, when you meet people, it's not like, oh, everyone's got, like, an interesting story or anything. It's just, well, what about I work for Belathor at the General Goods say. Store. <laughs> it's, whereas, like, in Fallout, it's like, oh, before the war. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. You want to not do that again? I'm sorry. It's either your laptop going off or you're fucking sneezing. <laughs> Get your fucking shit together, okay? sorry. Anywho, before I was pretty rudely interrupted there. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Sorry about that. <clears throat> can I? Can I go on? Yeah, go ahead. You better not sneeze again. I'm not gonna. Or I'll beat you to death. I'm really trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know real bad. It was like, oh, before the war, I was doing this, and now I'm a ghoul, so I've lived forever because of radiation. <laughs> I sound like I have lung it's cancer. It's a living. That's yeah. A, that's a pretty good impression, actually. And Todd. It, yeah, Todd, <laughs> come on. You've seen... Todd, if you've watched all our videos, which I know you have, <laughs> you got nothing going on, Todd. We know it. You see, you seen the vocal chops that I got here. Let me voice act. Um, but it was it was the people that you meet and like these, not necessarily the the views of the places you go, but how wildly different they are and just how society collapsed and there's like all these factions and like how the people. interrelate with each other like whereas Mm -hmm. in skyrim you know there's not a lot of like oh the people in riften are doing this and this like there's no like you got the outlaws but then the rest of the people are just people living in a good world exactly but like i mean in fallout there's like conflict and factions and it's it's the people that you meet along the way and the stories you discover through them and through the environment is what really showed me like i can like games aren't just something to like you know it's not escapism like it is in right. some form escapism, but like my mind like is like racing at this imagination of just this yep. isn't passing time. This is this is how I want to spend my time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be it, like when it takes on the form the same way, like your favorite movie would or your favorite album yeah, might or, sure. or something like that. Like, yeah. 
Anyway, play God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by God of War. Oh, dude. I would love that. Yeah, that'd so, be pretty dope. Find, <laughs> find baseless claims. Only available on PS4. <laughs> and I okay, and I and I don't care. Like I I'll make this clear right now. If there's like a movie or something like that, and you're trying to tug a heartstrings by killing a kid, kill him. I don't care. All right, I don't care about kids. I love the story of God of War. Like I so want. It's not just like that. There's a kid. Yeah, it's like they make that kid a good character. Tyler, I think I think Tori's a sociopath. You can't just make it a, a little a little human. No, no, I don't know. No, no, not like that. No. 411 with the hands. <laughs> God damn it. Um No, no, I, I completely agree because anytime movies try to show like, oh, there's a kid in danger, and it happens a lot in like fucking Tom Cruise action movies. That's just a genre in itself. I know. Like what anytime it's like this time. Yeah. And like, oh, there's a child and it's about to get hit by a bus and, oh, no, our hero needs to save them. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. That wouldn't emotionally impact me at all. Yeah. Like, you didn't develop this kid. You just showed that it was a kid. Yeah. No, that's a cheap, that's a yep. cheap fucking move. And yeah. maybe it works on people that have kids because they're like, oh, that could be my, like, they can relate yeah. to that. But to me, it's I just think like. that's why it's in there. Eh. Yeah. Fuck it. Kill them. I want to <laughs> see it. As I, jaded I, millennials who are probably not having kids, we're like, fuck the kid. He doesn't pay taxes. Ex exactly. <laughs> he doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> no, to me, I'm just waiting for a show that has the gusto mm -hmm. and the balls to sh like because they kill kids. Yeah. But they always like do it off screen. Yeah, or like, like they show like violence. if they're gonna like shoot the kid, they show the gun up to the kid and then they show a close-up of the person shooting them as they pull the trigger or something i'm like no if you give me a gory scene where you're gonna shoot someone through the face and their face explodes do it to a kid yeah do it come on I hbo i mm. want it so badly <laughs> i want hbo to do that shit so badly to be like yeah we're fucking killing this kid get him boys <laughs> exactly i want i want a show to have the balls to do it Oh man! Get J.J. Abrams on the phone. I I'm got just, an idea. J.J. Abrams, you need to kill a kid gruesomely and on camera. I'm just remembering a, an anime I watched recently where one of my favorite characters was like a younger kid and he dies. Now I'm just sad because he was a good character. Welcome to the Weebcast. <laughs> um, okay, I mentioned I anime your, once. I am your host, uh, Noob Slayer Two One Seven. Season's um, anime. Make sure you We've follow got me on Steam. Steam over different kinds of anime, and and they all kind of blend together. It's a good season. What dating sims have you played from Japan? <laughs> I know that word, Kyoto. Anyway, Tyler, what's your topic for today? <laughs> <laughs> You looked like you looked like when Tori spoke that to you, you just had like a dial tone in your head. Yeah. And then it just it just clicked off as soon as Tyler as, as you heard, what about you, Tyler? And you just went, Duh. You're like, talk about me? Hello. Uh, <laughs> yes, what would you like to know? I'm bachelor number one. <laughs> My topic for today is what robotic body enhancement would you choose? Like, let's say you got like a limb cut off or something, right? Or like you could pick a robotic body enhancement, not like a mind enhancement. Don't do that shit where you can just cheat and be like, well, then I'd like make my mind so I could build other robots. No, no, no. Don't give me that cheap shit. I'm talking, you have the knowledge you have now. You don't get to be fucking cyborg. Mm -hmm. One robotic body enhancement. 
Hmm. Hmm. I was about to insta pick eyes, but I can see problems with that. Because like, if your eyes are moving faster than your brain can comprehend, because your brain also isn't augmented, you just break your yeah, brain. You just break your brain <laughs> and become brain broke. Brain broke. But uh, this summer. <laughs> I mean, like, that just limits it to, like, extremities, though, then, right? Well, no, I guess you could do, like, internal organs. Yeah, you I don't know, a robotic heart that never fails would be pretty sick. Are you fucking kidding me? Your body would decay around you still. Okay, and? I got... Okay, I'll, I'll I'll try and help you boys out. Yeah. I got one <laughs> real answer, one joke answer. We know answer. what the joke answer is, Tyler. Just do the real answer. <laughs> You want a robot dick, we get it. That has like <laughs> when doesn't? girls suck on it, it's fucking has jewel pods or some shit in it. <laughs> no. no. You're oh so close. But not I quite know. there. It's ass. So, it's like, hey girl, oh mango. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it would be mango. Um, didn't the government take those away? Shut up. That's another topic on your sheet. I yeah. saw it. My robotic body enhancement would be jetpack legs. You know, like little like Almost like in uh, Revenge of the Sith, leg, R2-D2. Uh, you mean like Shadow the Hedgehog? Don't fucking bring that <laughs> weird shit into my life. I, I want like a... a You're just a, mad I'm right. A robot fucking uh, <laughs> like SpaceX launch cannon mm-hmm. on my leg so that I can... I don't have to fucking drive anywhere. You know Elon Musk is working on that. Is he? Is he? No. I don't know. But like, yeah. I want a little hey, thing that comes him. out of my my foot that I can just like fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's my robotic body enhancement. Like I want to be able to basically get from point A to point B so like that's, that. That's what and I, I would don't have, have to pay said. for gas. That's what I was gonna well, say. You would if you had robot legs. Well, no, it runs off of like it some runs fucking off a Tesla ion battery, energy, so it, <laughs> yeah. it just recharges all the time. I it, was yeah. gonna say that, but you said one body part, and I was like, oh, so one leg. I'll balance. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You try and do it, and just like <laughs> <laughs> spinning around. <laughs> this was a bad idea. <laughs> and just like projectile vomiting in a spiral. <laughs> and then my my uh, joke answer: I replace my lungs with jewel pods. Yep, you so tweeted then, that. So yep. then that way, whenever I breathe, I'm just constantly jeweling. Well, then then you don't get the satisfaction of like mechanically grabbing it bringing it up to your mouth like that's part of the i could make a mechanical aspect of it i could put a jewel pod in my dick like you said and then just... <laughs> you can't you Suck still can't do that you're like it's a big jewel pod. <laughs> it's long <laughs> it's this is the world's biggest jewel pod it never runs out i okay so you already said like so i'll go with arms or arm because i feel like there's limitless i would also just put like a rocket on my wrist and i would just let it carry my body like i don't fucking know. oh that's pretty good because then you could also launch shit out it of just it. burns my face <laughs> <laughs> the thrust from it just the thrust only goes like that way so you're just pushing yourself back <laughs> you're basically moonwalking everywhere <laughs> that'd be dope though that'd be pretty no cool. it wouldn't everywhere everywhere you go someone's just like fucking hitting the baseline of billy g that's uh isn't the smooth criminal yeah that's smooth criminal Get on the Michael Jackson game. You know, right. I like that one more than Billie Jean. I'm going to say it. I do as well. Okay. Yeah? Okay. You got something to fucking say? What's your favorite Michael Jackson song, huh? Uh, Pussy it, Bitch? <laughs> but you won't say it. Yeah. It's Dirty Diana. 
What the fuck? Oh, of course. Fuck? I'm Tyler. I go with the obscure one because I do oh, music. I like indie song. music. It's a popular song. It's a popular song. Then why have we never heard of it? I don't know. Maybe you're just not listening to the Michael Jackson deep cuts. That's like if I went you to just you. just said it's a popular song and then said it's on the <laughs> deep cuts. I just I like the say, word deep it's cuts. Like, it's like if I was like, oh, deep you guys like H30. It's like, uh, do you guys like H31 Cephy by Dead Mouse? And you're like, we don't know what that is because it's not popular. I'd be like, what are you talking about? It's like it's a popular song. Dirty Diana is a popular song. But then again, so is every Michael Jackson song. That's anyway, fair. I'd want like a robo arm that I could launch off of my, like like Metal Gear Solid oh, yeah, like 5. A, like a robot punch. I only played like two hours of that game. But like, <laughs> you should be able to like launch the arm off and like control it still. Like it's a drone strike. Yeah. Just Watch out, Middle East. Being able- <laughs> God damn it. Imagine just being able to like shoot it and then like choke someone out. <laughs> Someone's like trying to fight you or whatever. And they're just like. Yeah, what are you going to do about pussy? What are you going to do about it? I'm just like, boom. <laughs> Pick him up by the throat and like pin him to a tree with it. <laughs> Leave him there. Yeah. And then I could Yikes. light the Leviathan axe. I could recall it at any time. Yeah, that'd be dope. And just be like. <laughs> God, that, that would nice, hurt though. That nice recoil. <laughs> that impact just like it, it breaks your like, fucking <laughs> collarbone every time. Ow. Yep. I'll have to, I'll work on the logistics of it later, but <laughs> Dude, I want an arm we'll that I can that choke people R&D out from a distance. <laughs> if you could afford a robotic limb, you Let's, could afford yeah. your own R and D department. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, true. Let's get the shapeless R and D department on this. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Billy, come here. We just had a kid that was in my like I don't know my math class. He was pretty smart. We just keep him in the basement. <laughs> We're in the basement. The, the sub basement. See that little door over there? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. There actually not is a, a lot of room. There is a little door there, actually. It's like a little <laughs> hobbit hole. I'm going to hear. We'll do a second screen experience. A I'll, second I'll, screen I'll, I'll experience? Take a, I'll take a picture and I'll oh, tweet Oh, man, it. we're putting album art in and an extra video in? I'm going to tweet when that goes out. Oh, yeah, we're going to have <laughs> so much post on this. It's going to be <laughs> stupid. It's probably going to have like three years in post. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what so, if, though, right? This, like, is, this is content from three years ago. We're just clairvoyance. Like Avatar 2. Whoa. Too. Whoa. This could be like a time capsule. No. Well, yeah. I don't know. You're right. Taylor, what's your topic? Uh, let me choose one here. Do, 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 do. You didn't plan oh, ahead. There it is. I got it. Okay. Uh, All right, boys. What's your shower process? What gets washed first and what's get washed last? Only my dick gets washed. Ugh. And it gets washed last. <laughs> <laughs> My shower process is fucking ridiculously long and everyone criticizes me for it. Me too. Because I take my sweet old time. Me too. Do you, okay. Music slash podcast while you're in the shower? Music. Yep. Always music. I don't have a speaker powerful enough to do that over my shower I right now. I just got a waterproof speaker that what? I hang in my shower. That's insane. It's I awesome. had one of those in 2002. Look at me! I'm Tyler. I like retro I come from old money. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Jay Gatsby and I (laughs) racing our Model Ts. Go fuck yourself, you blonde (laughs) bitch. All right. Cool glasses. What are you? Old and hipstery. (laughs) Wipe that smirk off your face. (laughs) What was the topic? (laughs) Shower. Okay. Music, get in there, 
you know, just kind of like rinse myself off for the first couple minutes. Let the sh- let the hot water hit my face and get everything. Get through like two songs. <laughs> get through like two songs, yeah. And then shampoo, right? Leave that in while I wash my body. Then wash that all out. Conditioner. Got to leave the conditioner in for a while. While I'm doing that, I wash my face. I have a face scrubber thing. I forget what it's called. It's called a Clairsonic. Those shit. Is it the one that vibrates and shit? Yeah. Dude. Dude, I got a Clairsonic. You really are rich, aren't you? (laughs) It's not mine. I inherited it from old money. (laughs) Got a Clairsonic. Wash my face with that bitch. And then after that, rinse the conditioner out. Sit in the shower for a few more minutes. Let the last song finish out. And then, like, everything after that also takes a really long time mm-hmm. because I'm listening to music and then I get distracted and then yeah, I start yeah. singing and I'm trying to, like, do my hair, brush my teeth, moisturize, got to moisturize. Do you brush yep. your teeth yeah. in the shower? Fuck no. I do. You sound like you... you, you that's what you let you me You sound believe. like... You sound like the kind of, <laughs> person, like the kind of person who would do that. No, you, I think people the who way you brush their that teeth in the believe. shower are disgusting. Why? Yeah, it's why? disgusting you're not, shower water. No, it's not. If it's you're the right, same it, water. It's the same water that's coming See, out of my head. I have head. a theory, okay? Okay. So I don't pee in the shower because... It recycles? It recycles. No, it doesn't. It recycles. <laughs> it sure doesn't. It recycles. It's, it's the same water. No. You get like a two-gallon limit and it just... No. That's not how, how water works. How the fuck do you works. think a hot water heater works? Especially not at your rich ass house. Tori, you ever talked to John Shower about this? <laughs> yes. Famed inventor of the shower? Yes. He knows. It recycles. It doesn't recycle. It does not recycle. Let me this have is, my theory. Let me have even, my tinfoil hat theory. No, this isn't even a theory. This is a hypothesis. A theory is something that's been tested ad nauseum and is proven with the with the statistic or with with the test we've done, it has fluoride in it. A I hypothesis step is it. something that's just like I don't know. I yeah, guess like this. and that hypothesis that you have that it recycles is completely baseless because it's stupid and dumb. My Welcome hypothesis, to claims. <laughs> my no, good hypothesis. My <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! Oh no! Oh no! My completely legitimate uh, hypothesis T-shirt. is. The there's a floral shop and greenhouse down the street from where I live. Can you guess the house number? Four twenty. Four twenty. Hell yeah! I don't know what that has to do with showering. It doesn't. I'm just saying that your theory is dumb and my I'm theory is good. I'm just saying you guys want to buy some weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. All right, we got to make that clear right now. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I feel like my mind's not that different. I get in. I, I wash. The, I don't leave. I don't leave my shampoo in that long. Well, I have yeah, no, to because I have purple you're a grease sh- boy. Well, no, I have purple shampoo that keeps my hair platinum. Jesus. So you got to leave it. Oh, in. Oh yeah, it's like let the it color develop. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why you leave it in as long. Oh right? yeah, bigly. Because okay. yeah, I don't. I don't leave. Because you've seen my hair when I come here, and you're like, "Is your hair blue?" Nah, I just showered. <laughs> it does it. It leaves true, blue yeah. in. It's true. Yeah, I don't leave shampoo or conditioner in long at all. Honestly, it's just in. I kind of like. I can tell. Yeah. In no, and have out. you felt in my hair? In and out. I just wanted to make a joke. Don't yeah. make this real. I have. Stop, stop making known, jokes real, Taylor. I'm known for my soft hair. Okay. That's that's like when people bring <laughs> me up, they're like, you know, Taylor with the soft hair. Yeah. Better call Becky with the good hair. Beyonce said it. They say the same <laughs> thing about Taylor. Beyonce was talking about Taylor. Really? She said no. that about me? No. Mm-hmm. Queen B. No, would this is kind that. of a, a dumb topic, I guess, in hindsight. 
Can I tell you guys about a job interview I had? Yes, please. You yeah, were, I was telling you beforehand. Um, Not unless you had <laughs> sex with the interviewer. Hell yeah. He was hot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So I'm throwing my application out all over the place nowadays, right? Just all over the place. You're also throwing your body out. Zip that sweatshirt up, you whore. My body, my rules. <laughs> Not in a man's <laughs> world. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm throwing my application out everywhere online right now, and I've been using Indeed and Monster.com, right? Two okay websites for finding jobs. The best one is LinkedIn. Sponsored, but no. Anyway. <laughs> so I was tipped off by my old boss from Tempo who had retired, or not retired, but like moved on from the company, um, about CareerBuilder.com, which is another job-finding website. Mm-hmm. So I threw my resume up on there and like clicked a couple of jobs and applied to them, and it was actually... Two days after I did that, I got another email and a call from a place called AVI Systems. Okay. And I was like, oh, cool. Someone's interested in my resume, right? Mm -hmm. And I looked at the job posting that it was again. It's like AV service technician. And uh, I was like, okay, that's kind of not exactly what I was doing, but there's no audio and video. And I've done that before. They probably saw my you know, film editing or whatever. And was like, this kid knows video or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So on that phone call, I was talking to the guy. And he's like, yeah, so this is a job where you're going to be doing a little bit of... No, I move when I talk, okay? You're like kneading your thighs. Yeah, that happens. God. He's a cat. Sorry. Jesus. So I'm talking to this guy, and he says like, yeah, so your job description basically is uh, help old people with Skype during like (laughs) conference calls. Oh, that'd be enjoyable. They're trying to like... Booty Skype Why each other. Why can't come I in. see you them? Titties <laughs> touching knees, and like well, broken backs. <laughs> well, it, it's for like a corporate shit, right? So it's like a bunch of corporate meetings, and they just have to make sure that their HDMI cables are plugged in, basically, right? And I kind of joked about it with him. He's like, "No, that's basically it." And I'm like, "Okay, cool," because I already do that, you know, for people. It's a hobby of mine. No, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I just love people getting connected via Skype. <laughs> Have you used Skype before? No, its interface like, is so user friendly. About old people and just seeing them on a video monitor, ooh, gets me hard. No, what I mean, go on. What I mean is like if there's a tech problem, some old person who doesn't understand tech is having. I'm usually the one that's like, okay, you just do this, and then try to teach them how to do it, so they don't. I don't have to show them multiple times, right? So I was like, I've done this before, so it should be fine. He's like, all right, cool. I'll see you in the interview Monday or whatever. I'm like, all right, sweet. So I go in and uh, I sit down and start having a conversation with this guy. I have no idea why this guy picked up my resume because he just started going over this, like a couple of questions. He's like, so what kind of commercial AV experience do you have? Do you know this, this, this brand? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't. And he's like, okay. Uh, let's talk about, you know, some of the stuff you are good at. And so I just explained like, you know, my premiere and Photoshop skills or whatever and how I'm okay with like windows operating systems and basic like projector and speaker systems. He's like, okay, yeah, you seem like kind of a cool kid, you know, technologically inclined could probably learn this quick. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. That's another positive spin on the interview or whatever. And, uh, near the end of the interview, (laughs) he, uh, he's like, spread his thighs apart. And he said, you want this job? Go on. I probably would have done that. <laughs> 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 like, Holy shit. Spreads his, spreads his thighs and you're just like, He's like so well, what God. attachment do you have? God, Fruit I, medley or I mango really, jewel pot really, on there? 
I really, Tyler bringing it full circle. I really hope I don't actually get the job and you listen to this podcast. It's going to be fucked up. Nah, anyway, no one listens we're gonna to this podcast. We're going to send them a link. <laughs> no, like... Um, Please tell your friends if you like <laughs> So, at the end of the interview, he's like, so is this your only interview for today? I'm like, yeah, I just got the one. I'm going to go meet up with some friends back in River Falls today. I've got uh, a meeting for a thing we're doing. He's like, oh, yeah, what kind of thing? And I'm like oh, we're entering a script competition for, like, a television pilot. And he got really interested. He's like, oh, really? What's the script about? I'm like, oh, well, it's it's this piece that we've kind of developed called Green Thumb, and it's a a cyberpunk dystopian future. And the whole story revolves around this cop that's been... This whole story around this cop that's been assigned as a, uh, a personal, like, security guard for the last flower shop, or one of the last flower shops on Earth. And the flowers have become like this rare, expensive commodity or like luxury. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole story about him growing, excuse the pun, as a character, right? So I explained that to him and he got kind of, he, you know, he's really interested. He's like, yeah, it sounds really cool and unique. You know, I remember when I was a bit younger and I got to do some scripting stuff and I always had a camera around my neck in high school, always filming stuff. But then, you know, I got into the workforce and started, had to pay bills and I got an AV job and just kind of worked my way up with that. Now I don't have time for creative stuff. And it felt like he was like really subtly crying for help. Yeah. And I was like, shit, dude, I don't, I can't help you. Can I, like, I don't want this job anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can I come hang out with you guys? Yeah. And I was just kind of like. What if he was like, uh-huh. he's like, that's good. And then you guys went to enter the script later that day and it was already entered <laughs> yeah. by him. He's, he's got a camera around his neck and he's like, I quit my job. I'm reliving the glory he's days. Like, gotcha. <laughs> but this snaps a picture of you. Yeah. The, the silver lining, so though, is that suffering uh, forever. <laughs> the silver lining is that they do like AVI systems does have like an in-house video creator that shoots and edits like training videos for the staff. And I was like, Hey, send my resume over. And if he needs help, let him have him call me. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, sure. I can do that. So there's that. And it's not like a 0% chance. I'm not going to get the job, but it's probably low because I wasn't like trained in on any like the commercial systems or anything, but that's the job interview I had updates to come. Yeah. Hopefully. Taylor, get us out of this bitch. Man, we've been ending a little early. Do you want to keep it going until like an hour? We're at 55. Yeah, we're f- 50. Oh, that's that says 55. I start I start this. L- oh, yeah, okay. Cuz that says 53. So get us out of here. All right. Well, thank you for listening, watching. However, you decided to intake this podcast. Yeah, if uh, there's a jewel if, pod. If there's if there's <laughs> other um other things that you would like rather listen on or anything like that like not i mean obviously like not a lot of people listen but if there's something else that you think that we should try and get on let us know we'll try and get on that um also we've seen a we've seen a drop in subscriber count um let us know why like well let us know if like we're doing probably because we've been calling people whores <laughs> yeah we, we've yeah. been real sexist lately oh, on yeah, skyrim stop yeah stop it with the bad jokes yeah please, <laughs> please stop the bad jokes <laughs> i still to this day don't know if that person meant stop like the jokes aren't funny or like the jokes are offensive yeah that's you should, you should we got melanie back. yeah we got melanie. Uh, that's that's really the she's only our, fan she's our guiding light <laughs> yeah she's our sakago She'll lead us into the promised land. I was going to say, go see a cool church by her, by her flat. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, speaking of the promised land, and then go into a bit about like leave a comment on the videos, but that just doesn't make sense. But that's anyway, a yeah, that's a just stretch. go ahead and leave us a comment wherever you, uh, like I said, wherever you kind of 
took in this podcast, whether mm-hmm. listening or watching. And we'll be sure to, you know, message you back or comment back, yeah. especially if you contact any one of us on Twitter. Yep. Uh, we're all very active on Twitter, especially Tyler. Um, Tyler's the most active person on Twitter. Yeah. He's just, he lives a fake fucking life, <laughs> but a hot fucking life. <laughs> With that, thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. to the Tom Hanks poster. It oh, fell yeah. Off. We I'm didn't finding, address I'm, that at all this I'm episode. trying to find a new way to, to hang it up, but it's... <sighs> you know what I have that we could incorporate? I have fucking dick. No. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Got him. You guys heard it. Doesn't have a big dick. Sorry. Go on. We'll save that for next episode. And you'll see it next time. A reason to come back and watch our next content. Thank you for watching. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.